0: I wanted to get it done. So when I go home to tell him, naget nemituni bokoni, okay. berin ashti bokoni, in bus bokoni, in bezet biyornambarsh haftezana. I don't want any of that shit. I wanted to just, you know what? Tell him This is the plan. This is what we're gonna do. Haminka has.
1: Actually sitting down today with Dr. Sherry Rostami. So thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. It is a pleasure. So we were friend Chostagari here kind of. We were set <laughs> up through a-
0: <laughs> We were and I love it. It was beautiful. Tell the story. I absolutely love it.
1: Um, I guess I don't I don't know which one of our listeners it was but someone who listens to our podcast was like hey Sherry you're unhinged uh, these girls on this podcast are unhinged <laughs> you guys should all <laughs> you should all do a podcast together and and do, be yourself I love
2: it so, and here we are yeah, yeah. It, it's very Persian yeah. this has happened so many times where we even had two guys from Iran that we did uh we did a few episodes with that was Mm -hmm. also like a very like hostagari type of
1: introduction so our listeners are probably very curious about where you're from and everything so oh all the
0: excitement um i am uh the third daughter and my two sisters were born in iran from iran came here when i was six months three girls so it was the three of us mom and dad and um when we came here, I was six months. I had my older sister was ten, and then another sister was seven. So, um, pretty much more, six months born here, and uh, moving from Iran to America for me, I, it's all I knew. America is all I knew. For my sisters, it would probably be a little bit of a different story. But um, father was very strict. He came. We came from Iran, but he wanted to bring Iran to America, and that was just the way it is. Growing up with American friends, never having the typical sleepovers, never. I mean, I could have people come over to our house, but it was just very typical Persian living in America until, you know, it was education, education only, then education and the marriage. It was one of the two. It was actually first you get educated, then you get married, was the way it was going to be. And um, early yeah, on. I feel I like knew- a lot
2: of Iranian parents, they want their daughters to get an education just as a distraction so they don't get involved in like bad stuff like having a social life Mm -hmm. just until they're like a legal age to get married and then once you're like legally allowed to get married it's like okay enough with education just like go like have kids I
0: wish that would have been it for me but you know what I don't want to say that I wish that was would have been it for me because I feel like that's probably where it was it was education but once the education was done it was not freedom for me if that were the case it would have been oh hell are you kidding I I did Mm -hmm. what I wanted to do because education is what I wanted Marriage was not what I wanted, but I wasn't given a choice. It was, this is the way that it's going to be. And that one choice basically kind of determines how your life turns out. And uh, I mean, that's
1: kind of where it's at with upbringing. And well, let's, let's take it. Let's go back in time a little bit. So where in America did you guys settle?
0: Oh, you want details, girl, don't you? (laughs) oh I thought you wanted the gist and we were going to get down to juicy stuff okay you want me
2: okay we. Came. this leads
1: to the juicy stuff
2: oh it's sweet out. okay so let's get juicy baby okay yeah, so we, we want zip codes and everything
0: oh I'll give it all to you June so um we moved here the three of us, uh, three girls mom dad moved here grew up in Van Nuys California Okay, my dad was very, um, to Iran, Um, was very well known. He was an actor in Iran. He did a lot of movies. He was around a lot of beautiful women. You know, that was just the way that it was. And when it came time... To get married um they found my mom for him you know well you know what I'm jumping I'm, I'm taking this for you so let's go back we're gonna oh it's fine sorry.
1: we we just this is something we've accepted like Persians including us we can't st- tell stories chronologically it's always anecdotally <laughs> like we're bipolar we can't just oh like, yeah so everyone okay, so sitting is, is mean this <laughs> oh well,
0: the only thing is I honestly thought it was me you know the midwest I'm jumping from here to there but it's not so well,
1: so, so yeah, be, I am really, no, really curious how your parents met. I would like to know about that. Let's yeah, let's take it even further. It, this almost sounds like a
2: Tom Cruise thing where like they like found his wife for him.
0: Pretty much did. Um he played, oh gosh, he was around so many beautiful women. Um he didn't want to get married. They, marriage was not what they wanted to do, but he was at the right age. And so they were gonna find a good wife for him. And it was my mother. I don't even think they she was seventeen, so she was just a. Um, I mean, considering how young they used to get married back then, seventeen is on the older side. But yeah, yeah that wasn't she was so bad. Young.
2: My grandma yeah, was at 17- thirteen.
1: Oh, there you go. See, so seventeen. Mm-hmm. I guess she was overdue. And how old was your father at the time?
0: Gosh, I knew you were going to ask that. I want to say he. I ballpark. I don't even know how. I never asked how what the age difference between my mom and father were. Oh, the daughter, am I? I mean
2: it. Couldn't have been more than maybe six years. Okay, that she got lucky. My grandma no, also I got didn't. lucky. Because some 13-year-olds some were marrying like 30-year-olds, you know. That's true. No, I think it was seven years. I'm
0: thinking about the date, uh, the birth date. So half so. So there were seven years apart. That's not bad. So, like your parents.
2: My oh no, actually, it's funny because my grandma and my grandfather were four years apart. My grandpa was like 17, my grandma was 13. And my parents are 12 years apart. uh oh, wow. Yeah, both my parents were very old when they got married, though. My mom was 35. My dad was 47. Oh, uh, was it the so, first marriage?
0: Or was it yeah, the first... yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. That's... Yeah, they were just I very unconventional. That. Yeah, very unconventional. Their souls were waiting for each other. That's actually beautiful. But look that. In that day and age, I those play were... How did they find each other? They were waiting for one
2: another <laughs> oh, no it's really not if I tell you the whole story it's totally not a love story at all <laughs> another episode, right? we'll save that for another episode that's a whole other story a, <laughs> but but back to I your parents find the positive in every anything give me anything and we'll make
0: good out
2: of it so Natalie that's Natalie. A, that's a very good trait to have what
1: no oh no I'm saying like she's the positive like oh yeah, if, I, if a, I yeah if I have the parents. This, this podcast wouldn't be so. That's We're, very true. Oh. <laughs> anyway, um, so, but
0: yeah, so. back to
2: your parents.
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So with yeah, back to my parents. So he didn't want to get married. Found my mom. They got married. And so when dad found out I was a girl with my older sisters, girls, he was okay. When. He found out i was the girl named he stopped playing in the movies um stopped doing all that and came to america well
1: i don't get that what was like why did you make the difference yeah what's like was it the, the time? time in history- i'm sorry
0: looking did, do, well you said he keep jumping from story to story it yeah. went in my head I didn't, I didn't say it out loud um i think bob dad wanted a boy he didn't want to raise the three girls in iran so when it was confirmed mm-hmm. He wanted to come to America So that's pretty much Was a determining factor on why we came to America Is what I
2: was trying to say Yeah I, I get it It's so like two girls was hard enough But then like three girls in Iran He was just like I, I can't handle this like, Yeah
0: so okay. that
2: is
1: how our journey Is here in America Based on the gender of moi. I think it's interesting that He was an actor, but yet he was very conservative. Unless I'm just not familiar, I would I would expect someone who is in, you know, kind of an eccentric profession to not be as strict as you had previously described.
2: Millie, I disagree with you because like I. I was talking to my mom about this today and my mom was saying about her brother, like, oh, he's very strict with his daughters and he he still a little bit Persian in his mindset. He like got that from his father who came from Iran. And he's very strict with his daughters. He doesn't let his daughters be typical Israeli girls that dress open and whatever, and act very like open. And I told my mom, I'm like, yeah, he's a typical Persian man in the sense that he tells his daughters what to do. And he's very strict with his daughters. But he'll go date girls that dress open and whatever. And I think that's just very typical Persian that like these men will be very modern in the sense that they'll go for modern girls and like date them and like hang out with them. But then they're still very strict with their daughters. They're like, I'm not going to let my daughter act like that, but I'll hang out with girls who act like that. Oh, absolutely! It's kind of this double standard. I see that a lot in Persian men. So I wouldn't be surprised.
0: Oh gosh, no, that's exactly what it was. He, he would not growing up my father. I mean, we would go to, to, my father was very well known. So going somewhere, you know, the attention was on us. We would mm-hmm. go sit at a table and he would have, you know, different women would come to the table, talk to us. He would be okay to talk to these women. They would sit at the table to come pay his respect and say hi and do what they had to do. But if we tried to get too comfortable, well, no, you don't talk to those types of women. You guys are, you know, we were never associated or affiliated with any other, quality or type of people he would he would entertain them he would purchase you know take them out he would do all that but we were never allowed he kept everything separate and that's typical all persian i i feel like persian it's a persian standard i can't imagine or maybe i don't know but back to this no they don't mix the two guys they keep them separate they don't you know well, do they have cuss words, too, that they say in Farsi? You know, you don't cuss somebody's mother. You know, mm-hmm. you know my wife and yeah. kids, you know, mess with, you know, and don't fuck with that. So I don't know. I think, and with us growing up, it was more of a, people would come to our house. My father had, I want to say weekend, you know, singers, and they would break out and start singing don't back this that and the other we weren't allowed to come out of our rooms we would have to wait you know we were not allowed to i mean it was crazy who does oh, that's that that's so extreme that's what general, did you yeah.
1: make of that at the time like what would
0: you don't know any better it's life you know either I mean they didn't starve us they fed us but we were just never allowed to no I know but like them yeah Um, I guess at what age
1: did you become conscious of like that this was like why aren't I involved why can't I go out like were you did you get to a point where you were upset and did you like you know,
0: I've watched this. Is what I want to talk to you girls about. I mean, this is how I'm probably going to be taking control of your your where we're going on a couple of podcasts. you two had podcasts, you guys had mentioned that um, you thought your life was difficult. You thought Boba <laughs> <had> <laughs> you <laughs> made a few comments, but let me tell you, you grew up in our era. I man. about you, Cat, you wet your pants. This generation, pretty girls, my kids included. You don't do that. <laughs>
2: yeah, you you you've come on the episode basically to just school us and us. we had it easy. <laughs> yeah. I'll, no, I'll, oh, I'll no, be no, honest. No. My dad always tells me as an insult. He likes to tell me you're you're not Persian. You're Israeli because he says if I was really a Persian daughter, I would fear him more. And I didn't fear him at all growing up. Um, so, I no, I, I agree with you. I probably had it easy compared to you. You probably actually feared your father's words. Oh my God, are you kidding? I You two are going in a direction so I have a
0: feeling you better get more into my head than I want you to, but you'll see how what fear is. You don't know mm-hmm. what fear is. So back to your father. I'm not Israeli, so I don't know. Uh, Muslim or Iran, I'm sorry. Persian, yes, yes. we Persians are terrified of their fathers. Oh, yes. but,
2: but my father was a very old school Persian man. He was in the army in Iran. He was very high up in the army. He's a very old-fashioned so he man. You, he did you to Yes, but I always tell him he expected certain things from his child. Yeah, but, but I always tell right. him you married an Israeli woman. So it's it's your fault I turned out this way. You wanted me to come out super Persian. You should have married a very old school Persian woman, well, just like you're an old school Persian man. But you can't you, you can't marry a modern woman and expect your daughter they not to come out semi-modern. But it goes back with all respect
0: to your father. With all mm-hmm. he did an excellent your mother they did wonderful. So no wonderful on that but it goes back to the same thing men go in it thinking they want what they want not seeing the full picture you yeah, know and then it's a very double your standard case, life
2: definitely definitely <laughs> always men now that we're gonna talk about
0: but yeah yeah because standard... even my
2: mom's brothers my mom's brothers even though they like they would tell my mom like oh tell your daughter not to dress like that and I would, I would look at my mom and I'd be like, do you see the type of girls that they go out with and the way they, j- they dress, they dress more open mm-hmm. than I do. So tell your brothers to like, pray, like pray what they preach. You know, if they're going to preach to me well, to be, to dress more conservative, how about you bring girls around the family Indeed, girls that dress more conservative? Precisely. Don't, yeah. don't bring those bring, type of girls you- around and then expect me to like be a nun. Yeah
0: exactly but no they expect you to be a nun because you are part of them and whoever they yeah you're know, part of is. their you family be- so
1: you why, represent are you
0: why are you speaking up should I have but this is their expectation. you shouldn't even say anything
1: well that's actually that was what what i'm taking away from what you when i asked you i said like did you how did you feel about that and <laughs> for your generation is like we so right now we my generation me now this generation we complain that like oh, like we're conscious of these things and we're like, we do question it, but we don't get our way always. We're kind of like, this isn't right that there's this standard, but like your generation, it's like, we're not even allowed to think of that, that it's being wrong. Huh? Like we can't question it. We're, we yeah. don't even allow ourselves to feel it. And yeah. that's like, when I agree with you. It's like, no, we did not. We do not have it. As hard as you did in that respect, it's just, it was yeah. a very different, like, yeah, you don't even think to question. I, why Sherry, I, I, have a,
2: to I have a question for you, Sherry, because I, yeah. I notice from listening to women from your generation talk about what they went through, that a lot of you guys felt the same way. A lot of you guys hated certain double standards and certain things that like our generation has rebelled against. But a lot of women and men in your generation implemented the same double standards into like their kids lives that they hated so like i i'm sure you don't do that with your kids but like why do you think people in your generation implemented those double standards like even though they hated it do you think that they just like grew up and they're like, Oh, even though I hated this as a kid, I have to be a mature adult now and be like my parents. Like what, what was with that? Yeah. Yeah. We had
0: no joke. I can't speak for everybody else, but I think as from what I saw, we didn't know any better. We just did what we were told me and myself. I, her question, you were asking me, Millie, why I, what I felt you don't, you just you're being told what to do. You're being told, stay in the room, don't come out. You're being told. You're not allowed to think. You're not allowed to feel. You don't grow up. When you're in fear, you don't grow up thinking, you know, should I do this? Should I do that? In retrospect, when I look back at my whole life, and I've questioned this with my sister a few times in the last three or four years, because my life is the way that it is. And I know why. It's because of a choice one person made for me who is no longer on this in, on this earth, in this world, and I'm paying the price for it. For the rest of my life, I will pay the price for something someone chose for me. So we didn't know any better. We just we did what we were told. And based on the damages that I'm suffering, that's what's making me speak up. I mean, if I had somewhat of a decent life somewhere along the way, I don't know if I would be like everybody else and go with the flow. Mm -hmm. I went with it for so long, you know, growing up is your question. Why? Because we don't want any better, but now why am I speaking up? Because I've been burned at every corner by every, unfortunately for me, it's been every man who's been in my life, which is something that I'm, you know, that you you learn to live with and you learn to deal with and you make the most and and kind of recognize. And that's a whole other, that's a whole other podcast topic. We're not going there, but for now, why I've been burned. I know better. And I know people can do better. And why not? Why stay quiet? Why not teach my daughter better? And I'm going to teach her from the very start. I'm not going to do what was done to me. And when I see you girls, I love it. I love kids. i love going speak up, question them. What the hell? I mean, I don't know. And again, no disrespect to any, any parent out there. But let the kids do what they need to do at a certain age. We've done our job. Do your job right whether you're Jewish, Muslim, whatever, American, Persian, do your job right and let the kids make their choices, you know? And, and that's kind of what I'm doing with my kids, but I don't know if I just messed up and went in different different directions. So bring me back if you want.
1: I get what you mean. Um, it's, you obviously feel really passionate about it. So it's hard to not like put your, say your say in that. I get no. it. Um, Okay. So basically childhood you aren't taught to feel or question and now going on to your education tell us a little bit about that experience Uh, education gosh
0: I was able to I finished high school got into I had a choice to go into law or go to choose anything I wanted, basically. I was, you know, done with high school and I finished high school a little early, so I had more time on my hands. And in my sick, twisted head, I thought I wanted to be an well, I think attorney would have been my path. My passion was law. I would have been a real good attorney if I were. But I didn't have that option again. Somebody made a choice for me that has determined my path for all of, you know, all of my life. But mm-hmm. attorney is what I wanted. So I figured in my head, I was going to be a paralegal and I thought a paralegal would be perfect. You know, I'll go take whatever the course is, get some experience if I like it, go into law and be a badass attorney and you know, take over the world. But unfortunately in my father's head, his preconceived notion of a paralegal was, and again, I don't want to insult any anybody out there. I'm, I'm definitely not wanting to do that. His idea of a paralegal, again, primitive Persian man from Iran. We've talked a little bit about the way that he thinks he thought paralegals are basically, he didn't use the word mistress. I'm using the word mistress. I'm heating it up, but you use whatever you want. Was to the attorney, his girlfriend, his, you know, whoever, his side, what do, what do they call it these days? His side side chick. Oh, side chick. Side, ho, side ho, ho. I was going to say, side ho. Ho? Yeah. We, <laughs> we you side know what it really does it? We to on me,
2: or maybe Millie's just the quiet one. He's Oh, Mil- Millie's the quiet one. She, she knows one? as much as me, if not more. So, who do we make up for? It's I don't know. Millie, Millie plays it innocent, but Millie's
0: not innocent. <laughs> oh, Daniel is good. I love you, Millie. Millie is good. I'll talk to you later, Millie,
2: huh? Talk to me. Yeah. Talk
0: we'll later. I'm going to work on you, Millie. We're going to bring you out. We're going to make you comfortable with yourself. Natalie's going to help. <laughs>
2: oh
0: my god <laughs> why are you red see you're
2: I'm, very I'm, I'm very I'm very poor and lily's
0: very who do you watch out for you that's why I had to kind of let you know you know what I was comfortable with what what I was but when you originally asked me I said okay then when I thought about it I thought if either one of them may ask me anything it's going to be you <laughs>
2: so you're you're
0: not wrong. now i think she's she's way too quiet do i need to watch out for her they say the quiet one so hold
1: on you're both um i feel like yeah i'm not trying to not trying to knock natalie's moment right now but i feel like i honestly probably ask the more uncomfortable questions so maybe really i don't know i don't know i think natalie's the one who makes people
2: comfortable and then she, that gives me, way me no you know what it is I make people comfortable by exposing my own uncomfortable uh and, and Millie yeah. makes people uncomfortable by asking them the uncomfortable questions but then I ease them into opening up about themselves by opening up about myself
0: uh, well whatever it is you two are perfect because I'm feeling really comfortable this is going to be a fun night so <laughs> no. you guys are going to be learning a whole lot about us huh all of us, the three of us,
2: because if I talk, I expect you oh, guys to disclose certain
0: things Our, as well. our listeners right?
2: know everything <laughs> about us already from yeah. our anatomy to our private lives. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, okay, so we've gotten to the point where you finished high school, you want to be a paralegal, your dad yeah, said no, paralegals are sluts. Well, I was um. trying to
0: think about it, but yes, he thought that's what they were. I wanted to leave it to your listeners' imagination, but in his mind, that's what he thought. So basically, we're at law school or medical. And you know Persians, it's either engineer, medical, or law. There's no engineer for me. So we were based between medical or law. I can't stand blood. I paper, cut me Yeah, so I can't do, you know, I can't do blood. So now we're looking at, okay, my older sister at the time was a chiropractor. So we're looking at, okay, chiropractic or, and think about it back in the nineties, chiropractic was booming. And my dad coming to America, he ended up, you know, having different businesses that was able to help support my sister's um, business. She was a chiropractor. So she had, you know, multiple offices and he was able to, you know, being in the Persian community, people looked up to him. And so anybody got in a car accident, they would go to so-and-so's daughter as Persians Mm -hmm. do. So she made, was making a killing. I mean, her and her husband pretty much back then, it was the start. So from there we thought, okay, nineties, it was great. Money's coming. And then, you know, after a while it started to downturn with insurance carriers and all the crazy stuff that was happening with chiropractic. So it was either chiropractic or it was law. I was um, law. I wasn't I wasn't 18 to get into the law school yet. You had to be 18 years old and you had to have a certain amount of units. At the time I was not 18 and I was three units short. So I had done all my prerequisite classes that you needed. I did 60 units at the time. It was 60 units. I did it in a year. I was going to school seven days a week because to me, the reward was freedom. If I, you know, got a degree, gave it to me. And it was something I wanted to do too. I have to say, I don't know if I would have chose that degree. I know I I wouldn't have actually hundred percent. I would not have chose to be a doctor, but it was what I had to do. It was, you know, the path that was either this or that law was out of the picture because of the fact that I was not 18 years old to get in. So that's pretty much how it started. I had to get the prerequisites done, got it done because I needed to get out, got into the chiropractic school and did my schooling. So that's kind of how I chose chiropractic where I got to. And then during the years, I never really hands on did patient care. It was always behind the scenes. I've always why am I looking behind you? So somebody's showing you behind the scenes. Um, It was always running offices, opening offices, having doctors work for me, multiple, you know, multi practice specialties. I was never hands on. I was more about numbers and money. So I don't know where I'd be. God knows. I know it's not accounting. So i think it's law i would have been really good turn back the clocks I, I 30 minutes right you would have come to me right
1: i would have your, what kind of case would you bring know. let's talk about you oh you don't want to know you know that me <laughs> uh, oh I, I already have a couple of cases under my belt
0: oh, oh do we <laughs> i tell so that's how i choose chiropractic um do naderstam didn't like it didn't you know but again you do as you're told this is how we were raised we were not raised with having options with saying you know what i mean he said no to paralegal. right now if shiloh my daughter came to me and said you know what mom i want to be a paralegal i want to do this for x amount of years i would hug her and kiss her and tell her you know what at least you're thinking smart because if it's something that you try and you realize she don't like it what you've lost a year of your life but you know it's not for you now let's go find something you do like and have a successful, happy life, you know? So he bashed my dream, forced me to do something else. He's not here. I'm, you know, picking up the pieces from that one little decision. And that decision was made, why? If you want to go back to that, more because, you know, at some club, so it was always be good girls stay quiet, get married, get your education, and make everybody happy. And now nobody's there to help you pick up the pieces when the guy turns out to be a jackass. Well, okay. So how, how did you meet your ex? Okay all right jackass is an interesting story i don't his name is jackass
1: if heard of
0: him, okay. To. okay so you cannot baby. you cannot uh, filter that out that is his oh own, so we'll keep that the <laughs> <Hodesh. Okay. laughs> Hodesh. Hodesh. and you know what? i even got one of the judges well not the judge the attorney i have two attorneys i was trying to get the judge but two attorneys to refer to him one of his own attorneys
2: he's a jackass wow. but anyways you look damn okay
0: <laughs> and i'm so over this you know what it's good that I can laugh about it. I think that's what got me through the whole divorce. The shit that I went through, if I didn't laugh, I would have died. I honestly, the laughter is what got me through it. Great friends, mm-hmm. support, sister support, family support, great friends, but laughs. Mm-hmm. And I carry that with me. So I have no hard feelings. I've been through hell and back a hundred times in the last 10 years, but.
2: Well, you someone
1: fantastic. so
2: Thank you. Yeah, for someone who's been through hell and back.
1: But
0: yes. I can't hold on you know. It's hard raising boys The whole raising boys is not an easy thing to do. So he wants to get a car and I want him to do it on his own. If he's gonna make a mistake, I'm here to help bail his ass out. Let him make all the mistakes he needs to, so that when I'm dead, you know, at least I leave some. Form of something behind. So he's at the car dealership trying to get a car for the first time, and he doesn't know what he's doing. So I just tell him eat a granola bar, take it easy, and call me when you figure out what your numbers are.
2: So his Wait, yeah, I, was- I love that. I, yeah, you're, I support you're not raising a tala at all because typical, <laughs> I I have like Persian mothers like in my family, like relatives. <laughs> that literally their son is married and when their son caught a cold she cut up fruit for him and came to his house with his wife and fed him the fruit and like whoa just like the level of like kissing your son's golden dick like it's just so insane yeah and And like these these poor wives that have to like meet the standards so like like hoda like like whatever woman ends up with yeah. your son should thank you so oh much God. for not doing that, for not setting this weird ass standard for him. Return his ass but, Like back everything to needs to be yeah, done Yeah, I don't for think him.
0: why women do that. Are you kidding me? No, 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 All that, you Make a man out of them and send them off to live their life, bobo, do the best you can. So if you make a You're mistake, You're amazing, guys, I love listen. you. <laughs> no. We need more Persian no. moms don't. like you
2: in the world. I love you. Both
0: of you. Millie. let me see your pretty face. Both of you. I want the camera to go back and forth. Love you guys.
2: Oh, you know, seriously, we oh, need yeah. to do that. The funny hey, thing is she no- She doesn't mean, have it in a gallery.
0: But well, let I me tell you the funny, one more funny thing there. Do you know that they, maybe you girls don't know, did you know banks can go out and find cars at least for you that they can find it for you? This is the funny part on why I'm making them do it. My girlfriend called, why are you making the poor kid do this? The bank will have, they have people, I guess middlemen that work for the bank we'll mm-hmm. find a car for you and they do all the paperwork so all you have to do is sign i'm like like hell he's gonna learn that there's a bit of stuff we once everything is done then i'll let him know did you know there's companies out there that'll do all the legwork for you and you can go oh ahead God. and just sign. so You're that the was best. the funny part that's I what i wanted to think i wanted to know how psycho i am that's what
1: we need to know <laughs> Not i'm a good mom i'm a psycho mom
0: <laughs> okay so back to what millie was going to ask me she's going to ask me a question so let's do no this.
1: i just i want to get i want to hear about the jackass. Okay. Yeah, we, we want to so, hear all about the, the jackass.
0: Jackass, the jackass. She did. Yeah. So it was either this or that. Ended up um, in chiropractic school, mm-hmm. and as I went to chiropractic school, was just doing what I was supposed to be doing, doing as I was told. So as I went in, um, I, I don't talk about this very much, but I guess you guys are, gonna want to know everything. because i' is so So let me just answer before you ask. I met a boy I never dated, never, you know, kept my head, never even pretty much kissed a boy. Honestly, I can tell you guys never had any kind of interaction with a boy going into this professional chiropractic school. I've got, you know, adults, they're big people. They're not kids that I'm used to. Um, we've got doctors coming and going for, you know, a kid coming from, you know, not really much. It was, it was a different world. It was a universe. It was just big. So, um, I met a man and it was, uh, he was a, he was a doctor it was my first trimester, and um, gosh, I didn't know any better. He, we had lunch a few times. He liked me a lot. And He kept insisting, "I want to meet your family." And I'm like, "Are you kidding me? My father did me. That will never happen." So he kept pushing. Let me meet someone. Can I meet your sisters? And he knew of my sister because she graduated from that school. So he said, "Can I at least meet your sister?" So me thinking sisters cover for each other, right? should can Kinash and she can scope them out. Maybe I'll have, you know, fling like in my head, in my little 18-year-old head. I'll have a, a little fling. So we all three go out to lunch. Shabish, not sooner than I even got home. You know, both of us, my dad. Shadow baby and So I'm like, okay, you know, she should have. You know, at as far as speaking. who did you have lunch with? But he knows. I'm like, oh my gosh, what I told him, how could she? So my sister told the whole story. So now, <laughs> so I went to him. I'm like, you know what? We got to, you know, you got to meet my dad. I didn't know what he was up to. I was like, you have to meet my dad. I don't know what to do. When we were stuck in this thinking. I was in over my head before I knew it. You know, the. That guy took advantage. My dad, to everybody taking advantage of me before I knew it. I was maybe, I was, and the day actually, the day of, and I'm remembering this that you guys keep picking, it's coming to my head, this memory. The day of the wedding, the day I ended up marrying, the marriage ended up happening with this guy literally a few months later, marriage ended up happening. He was American, not Iranian. He was Spanish. Father was uh, from Spain. Mother was American, really good looking. He was six, three. He was a pilot on the side. We do um, fly planes. We well, was learning to fly planes. His father had a small uh, airplane. So it was fun. And we, the day of, okay. So the day we were to get married, it was a capital with Afro planes. God knows he never knew I'd sit here and talk about it, but I went to him and I told him, and he looks at me.
2: Oh my
0: God. And I thought,
2: okay, I got the
0: courage for the first time. I said something, you know, and and I got my ass kicked. And of course, there was a lot more said that I don't want to, you know, that's my business. And anyways, yeah, uh, yeah, it's a lot. Anyways, long story short, the wedding happened and I made it last. I tried. And he was, he ended up being a little, not as ambitious as I wanted. He was happy with what he got. We were both chiropractors at the end of the day. We ended up both, you know, licensed doctors working. He just wasn't motivated. He wasn't happy. He just, he he was happy. He was not motivated to do more. He was happy with what we were doing and the pace Mm -hmm. we were going. I, I wanted more. I was like, this isn't going to work for me. I want to, I just, I need the world. <laughs> I'm young. I just not going to happen. So I waited. We didn't have any children. Waited to get my license. Got my chiropractic license. Once my license was uh, issued, um, started a practice a few months. And then I just realized, you know, no, I, I'm sorry. At the time, I didn't start a practice. I, I just got my license. Yeah, that it, because I had gotten a job. I had gotten a job. I would make 50% of all the clients that I bring. in. back then, this is how you pay chiropractors. You never paid them salad, full salad. You would give them maybe money, you know, $2,000 a month, And then they would get 50%. And that $2,000, they would work you like a dog. You would have to do all their legwork and do all their, you know, all their stuff. And so... I did that, um, gosh, uh, so I got that job and was working. And so I thought, you know what? I don't need to be stay married. So two is plenty to live. I've got my, you know, license. I got my degree. I gave everything my dad wanted. This marriage didn't work for whatever reason. Now is my chance to live in, in you know, Zeni So, and I had my job. I had the car, you know, he bought me a very, you know, I, I was granted a very good car. So it was just my paycheck and paying my rent. $2,000 a month and $50 do the math. It'll work. So I go home. I went, to, I went to, I didn't have a lot of money. So I went to um, those uh, legal places. I never loved paying for a and a, and so. an man? No, it had to be a full divorce. It had to oh, be, of course, okay. we were married three years. So again, we were married. You can't know after that. I wish we could have. So that time, I did all the paperwork, did everything. Actually, no, I was home. The second time, oh my gosh, this story is going to be so funny. Because I know you girls are going to keep pick picking. So I'm going to have to tell you. Okay, that was the second one. The first one, Jan, I gave them the money. I don't even remember who I gave. It was an attorney. I think it was just one of those filing services. You know what that means? But what I did, I'm not going to remember. I swear to God. So. Gave him the money, went home to tell my dad. Point being is, I wanted to get it done. So when I go home to tell him, I didn't want any of that shit. I wanted to just, you know what? Tell him, this is the
1: plan. This is what we're going to do. Good for you. Yeah, that's I. Think... Right, more, more power to <laughs> me. Motherfucker. Sorry
0: no he was a motherfucker no no I'm not <laughs> saying him I was just
1: saying in general I'm so sorry no no if you knew if you if you knew sweetie the
0: shit that I've gone through you're going to say the same shit. <laughs> I was so I go home listen to you I love you but you know what you need to speak your mind they are all mother- you guys are sons of bitches let your kids live be there to support to whatever mistake that, I mean, granted, I, give and, you know, I get that, but decisions that are not life threatening, if they're not going to be drug addicts, if they're not going to be, you know, homeless, you can come on. We got to give our kids space. Trust us, trust yourself. But anyways, I go home and I'm thinking I picked up all my jewelry. The only thing I took with me when I left him to go do the paperwork, I took, um, maybe an overnight bag and all my jewelry we didn't own a house. We didn't own anything. Um, didn't have a whole lot of money. And I didn't care what we had. What keep. Money's never been an issue. And you'll get to know me when you figure out the whole story. Didn't care. Went to tell. And my mom was in the kitchen cooking. And I was sitting at the table. And I sat there and I said, And my mom's looking at me. And I think, of course, she knew. Because I kind of filled her in. You tell your mom everything. At least I hope you do. And so he says, he doesn't lift his head from his food just اوکی okay, مطمئنی درست درست مطمئنی همین کارو میخوای بکنی من بله بابا با اجازه بله بله با اجازه بله بله این کردم اگه اجازه بدی بله خیلی خوب خیلی خوب چشوارو چیزاتو بردار تو ماشین بعدو بذار اتاق بذار اتاق من بگو انا واه اتاق سر جاشه برو يلا چیزاتو بردار میذاری تو اتاق دیگه بدینی چاره میکنی تو زاین بزن خوار کوشش بیاد and I look at my mom, I'm like, nah, can have and I priced it. I have done all my stuff, done my numbers, and he looks, And my mom looks at me, and you know how Persian moms I know how you trying to do. Oh yeah, I know, yeah. We
1: can't. We need to add this visual to the face. Yeah, but it, like they but <laughs> and then they lift their head or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> like like half bad badan happens. Yeah. I'm like no 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 what no yeah. no.
0: <laughs> and she's no way no now no 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 now mommy now no now. So but that's me show me the day came out that yema yema what yema me money 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 yema yema. Man I'm like okay trash trash. What should I tell man. So I go down and I get my bag and I come back and. And I'm there and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Literally, you put me through hell back. I survived that shit. You know, being married, being in a situation where you did not want it, yeah, I want, but I, I didn't even want to be there to begin with. I just wanted to to make out with the boy. I just you wanted just
2: wanted to, to have lunch and somehow you lunch. ended up married. Like,
0: exactly. Maybe
2: all all for the sake of your father's like Aberu, like all for the abiru. sake of like Madabu. his like Madabu. reputation, like, oh, you had lunch with a boy? This is going to ruin my reputation. You must get married now. You have to. And what and did I, I do? It just sounds so crazy how loud, especially in English
0: saying that they think that but you know what it it was abuse it's just like those abuse victims I'm thinking right now looking back why didn't I just leave what the hell I was a licensed physician in the state of California is what they can say why would I not
1: just because they downplay they downplayed and then you kind of think in your head you're crazy like oh okay like they can't really be abusing me that much because it's so normalized and you're like, yeah. no, fine. Like I, I was, everybody- I'm being too, I'm being too outlandish. I'll just stay here. You know what I mean? They're my parents, but it's like, I don't think it's always the intention, but it's like, no, stop downplaying it. Like it's yeah. not healthy for That's me to live at home.
0: It's not, it, but we didn't know that back then, back then, everybody lives at home. No, if you left the home before they allowed you and the only way they gave you that pass is that they kid the man came. And took you. That was the only way to let you leave. Otherwise, you belong. Oh yeah, if you
1: just talked about this in our last relationship, but like our the person on our podcast, she says like that's the Persian problem. It's the daddy daughter dynamic, and it's like Millie. Did you
2: just say in our last relationship instead of our last episode?
1: (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) It's like our last
2: relationship. This is a relationship. Me and Millie are in a long distance relationship. Yeah. But anyway,
1: so in the last episode, wow, deep, baby, deep. Yeah. Um, you didn't know, two K, two K.
2: News alert.
1: Um, but it, you go from being a daughter in your household uh, with your parents, and then you just become a daughter in your marriage with your mm-hmm. husband, and you're transferred from your child. When do
0: you become your own person? But at one, Once they fuck you over to the point where you are, where you are at this age, at this stage. Trying to find themselves in the Midwest, stuck with a bunch of people you don't even know what you're
2: doing. <laughs> you don't belong. It's like a bad nightmare. This is
0: it. This you, is your you,
2: life. You know what? There. Um, it's funny because there are uh, religious communities. I think in a lot of religions, um, but I know specifically in Judaism there are certain very orthodox religious communities where you um, you're not allowed to get a car until you're married. So like the community like does not allow a, a person, a, like a mature adult, like, let's say 18 and up, you can't get a car until you're married. There's like certain incentives to getting married. And though these aren't like explicit rules that we say out loud in the Persian community, it really kind of is for girls, not for boys. Mm-hmm. girls shouldn't move out if you're moving out of your parents' house. it's because you got married. So, like, congratulations, you got married, you can leave our house now and then go under the rules of someone else's house, a.k.a. your husband. But you're oh, never under name. your own rules. You're never yeah, under your own rules. That
1: is an incentive for so many women.
2: to. Yeah, do it, it's not. But we don't call it well. an actual law. We don't like we don't do what that community does. We don't call it an actual law because that would be so outlandish and crazy. But it really is um, for majority of like the Persian wow. community. It's like. A woman never gets to be under her own roof. And you know, the saying, like, as long as you're under my roof, you're under my rules. Like we never get yeah. to be under our own rules. Well, exactly. our own and we can very well afford to take
0: care of our own roofs If you allow us and give us the opportunity, we will have a better roof than you guys will ever build, but never, never cool. just don't question, don't talk, do as you're
1: told and move on and carry on. I'm assuming the one month turned into longer. Yeah,
0: of, of course. was <laughs> this And when I see where you're going, yes, it turned into. It wasn't God. I can't believe I'm actually even sharing this in public. It turned into gosh, maybe about six months, and it was New Year's Eve. I went to a New Year's Eve party. Came back home. Was it was a family party? Was with um, I was with my. Sister and her then husband, Um, and so I was the designated driver. I don't drink, as you guys know. I don't drink, so drinking is not my thing. More of a CBD and cannabis type thing. But anyway, so I don't. Back then, I didn't know any of it. That's just now is just what I do. But back then, um, never ever had the need to drink. So I've always been the designated driver everywhere I go. So that night, I was the designated driver. Wasn't drinking. Home by twelve. They were in Encino at the time where I was forced to go back to my new residence. We were in Sherman Oaks now. We were living in Sherman Oaks, so when I out of know, Sherman Oaks wasn't very far. So I was probably home, new ball dropped at 12. I was home, what, 12.45? 12.45, latest. I come home and all of a sudden, I see my dad coming into the room and he says, Kojobudi. I'm like, I You know, you know, I was over there and and I'm asking, did I do anything? I'm not drunk. I was with my sister and her husband at a house party that you know of. What am I doing? And I don't know what happened. I don't remember. One thing led to another and he smacked me. This is why I thought I'm saying a little bit of a typical person. I, maybe I mouthed off. I think maybe I had the way I'm saying I was so enjoying Joe. Maybe I was a little with attitude saying, you know, however I said it, enough to get him to think that I needed a snack. <sighs> Something triggered. Something snapped. And I kicked him. And I kicked him in the knee. And I wouldn't never. I just told you guys. I could have left at any time. I was a doctor with my own pr- I never, ever, ever. And here I kicked my father. And he looks, I mean, he didn't want to hit me anymore. So, or I, or I don't know, maybe he did, maybe he didn't. Maybe he wanted a witness. He yells out to my mom. Be her, be her baby now I'm her daughter. Now I'm no longer his daughter. Now <laughs> I'm and now and it hit me. And I, I'm like, God, ah, what is this? What is this? So my mother comes typical. in the Next day is New Year's Day. So I told them I have to go to the office. I said I got called to the practice. There's an emergency patient. Um, it, you know, actually, I said, you know, because the died before, <laughs> I just got my ass kicked. I wasn't about to get my ass kicked again. So Took off and I drove and I drove and I drove. I must have, gosh, drove six, seven hours, just kept driving. I didn't know where I was going. And I thought, you know what? I know what I need to do. Who am I fighting? What am I doing? I'm I'm assaulting my my father. This is not how I was raised. I know better. So I went back, and I, I went and Nishastam and I said. Chicago. I just wanted I I didn't I don't even know what I at that time, I don't know. So he looks at his mom and he looks at my mom and they look at each other. Okay, okay on so fun. So, so, fun so, so meanwhile, he's got his dad and back then they have the dad chick in the phone and his friends and his my mom's making her calls and they're happy go lucky. And before I know her, Jackass is there. And I'm thinking, you know what? That's the only way I can get out of here. That is it. I'm done. I that's that's my meal ticket. Not and, and it wasn't a meal ticket because I was a doctor. I didn't mean meal ticket. That's my Lottery ticket, that's my exit. That is it. Whatever he is, is how I see the light of him. That's why I left. And that was their choosing. I mean, they should have chose better. They should, you know, if he took the initiative to to, to make such a decision for somebody, for eternal, eternal, forever, for next generations and more generations to come, you choose better. Either let that person have an input on it have something to say, to object, or I don't know, how do you guarantee a choice like that? But taking such a responsibility. So now he's gone and I am still picking up the pieces from a choice again, for the millionth time I refer to, something else made for me. I never, you know, every choice leads to another because parents won't allow children to do what children must do. It's, it's, It's as easy as that that was a lot that was good that was
1: a lot no thank you for sharing that with us I'm wow. I'm pretty sure there's one person at,
2: at least there's someone listening to this who <laughs> relate. um honestly that, that's the beautiful thing about this podcast that we never know who it's reaching but like like your story like everything you just told us like there it's possible that there's someone listening who's going through something similar even in our generation this shit is still happening
0: absolutely um, and they're unfortunate. It's unfortunate. It's really unfortunate. And I think we know better. We come from a generation that suffered it. And you know, it's beautiful, What's beautiful? Yes. that
2: you're not doing the same to your kids. That's like yeah. the most important part. Because like, like, like I said before, I asked you why do you think people in your generation end up doing the same to their kids? And I, I don't know what it is. Maybe they, they in their head, they're like, oh, the like. I can personally say, like, my dad. I know that, like. He's not a religious person. He's not actually as like old fashioned mindset as he tried to make himself out to be as a father. But basically the way he presented it to me is that when he got married and had a kid, he became this way because he didn't want the rest of the community to judge him for not raising his kid the way the community thinks you're supposed to raise your kid. So I feel like a lot of these people, they end up reverting to their parents' old ways, even though they don't like it. Because they don't want to be judged by the rest of the Persian and community. They're and like,
1: scared. because, yeah, they, but it's beautiful that you didn't do
2: that. Like, yeah. no, no I'm, I'm just saying they're like, oh, well, like this that. is
1: what they did. So I'll just do that too, because it's kind of yeah. scary to take your own direction, like, think, yeah. the right way, because how do you know that's the right way? So to just follow what you've been told and whatever. But you
0: know, it's the wrong one, but you know you're not happy. You know whatever it is, you feel you're missing something in life. Yeah. You can you don't have to be educated for me to say you've got enough education and you know, you've got a degree. Maybe they did, maybe they chose not to, you know, follow the path of, of education. You have a feeling that gosh, this doesn't feel right. Why would I do this to, you know, I want to do better. If we don't do better for our kids and what we did is just it's forgotten it's like mm-hmm. it's like it never even happened oh gosh i feel like one of those one of those shows you see on tv where it never even happened but no seriously all kidding aside unless we speak up that's unless and it's not even speaking up Dad, don't it y'all want to stay quiet stay quiet do better do better mm-hmm. for your children do better women nowadays don't want children more power to you do it for your nieces, do it for your nephews, help your sister, convince your sister, maybe she's not enlightened like we are. There's just so many ways once you, you, you get to where you need to be just to, to make that change, however you need to make that change, however you can make that change. Yeah. So yeah, if one person, if only one person is listening to us, I hope she decides to be that person to change. You know, for her kids, for her future kids.
1: No, so, uh, you were kind of saying. I mean, as someone who has gone through two marriages, you not everyone. I hate it when you say that. This is why I've always kept it. You know, I just feel like that first marriage was
0: is just. It's just there because it was like it didn't even count. It was such a waste of my life. And then I've got the second one. So this stigma, and I was talking to my sister today because I knew, like I said, you guys were going to pick it every little corner. So, and her advice was just, what did we ever do wrong? And I'm like, "She Shige, you're right. We haven't, but why am I so ashamed of two marriages? She says and she couldn't understand why. And I don't understand
1: why. But it's the stigma, again, of what
0: Persians think is appropriate.
1: I'm. I'm sorry. I, it's. I know how you feel. There are some things that I've gone through, and like to some people, that there, there's nothing wrong with uttering those sentences. And to other people, there is. And like, yeah, it's hard to feel that. But I guess I wanted to bring it to what you were saying on the phone uh, a couple of days ago that not everyone needs to get married, and and on on top of that what is the backup plan for someone who maybe they felt that way, like they didn't want to get married or they didn't want to marry that specific person, but they're in that marriage. I mean, what do you, what could those people do? What is your advice for them?
0: There's so many options that there are. I've got a, I've got a fantastic article on my blog. Um, It's drsherrytalks.com and it's just basically, Teaching you just the smart approach. I mean, I'd love it if you went on the blog and read all the fantastic articles because I think it's quite entertaining. But this particular article, ladies, it's just common sense. You're with a guy. Whether you're marrying him or you're not marrying him, or he's generous, or you're his um side, Side whatever. I don't even want to say that word. That's sad. That puts us in (laughs) such a derogatory fashion. But you ladies, no judgment here. If you want to be a sidekick. Let's just make it a side. you be whatever you want to be. Make the best of that position that you're in. If he wants to spend money on you, what are you going to do with that shoes and bag? That handbag, that shoes. Be smarter. Get him to invest in smarter things that will be beneficial for you. Ladies, if you're married, you know, you guys are in it. You're in it till the end. Do something for yourself. You don't know what the future brings. I mean... Luckily for me, I had a backup plan. I've had a backup plan from day one. You know, I just, I never used it. I was afraid for my children. I stayed for fear of my children being raised without a father. What will happen? So it didn't matter for me. It was up until, you know, he decided to punish me to file for divorce. He didn't want that divorce. It was, you know what? You haven't been acting right like, this. Oh, that is a bit you know, it's typical Persian. Let me see what I need to do to, you know, to get her to do what I want to do. He served me with the divorce papers. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This is my lottery ticket. I'm going to take, I had my backup plan. I was ready five years ago. If it wasn't for these children, I ran with it. I ran with it. And that is exactly where I am now. Thanks to him. And as happy as with that backup plan. Some women might not be ready. And there's ways to get ready, but you got to think about that. Don't just sit wish and wonder. I mean, if he's, like I said, if he's willing to buy you things, pick and choose what you're willing for him to buy. You know, if you, God forbid, God, God forbid, if it comes to a point where you need to sell something, think about what's easier to sell. Can you, can you sell a diamond? You know, I I, I don't wanna talk cheap like that. There's so many different ways. Men who have more, um, you know, if they're willing to spend more on your education, who are okay with you being married. As their wife and being educated guys do that for yourself there's just there's so many different options you have to know where you you what your desire is first of all Mm -hmm. you know and then just think about that rainy day don't trust that trust is what you thinking that that will last till the very end is is where you guys are gonna get in trouble you know nothing there's an expiration date on
1: everything
0: everything men included i honestly believe whether they die what do we go take them to the grave or whether they walk out on us or you Mm. walk in on that, whatever it is, there's an expiration date. You be prepared for it, ladies. I
2: I love the way you said that, by the way, whether they walk out on us or you walk in on them. (laughs) That's
0: typical too. Is it not?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I I love, I've never heard someone use like that phrase together. And I love that.
0: Now you can use it. It'll be your phrase, but it, it happens. These guys, I'm telling you, they don't know what they have until, you know, whatever the case may be. But ladies, there's so much. So just think outside that box, think outside that suburb, think outside of that house and realize if you had to do this on your own, if you had to feed your kids by yourself with no child support, no spousal support, four kids, you got to do it by yourself. You start thinking, shit, women need to, what if they were in my situation? Luckily, Like I said, I've got a support group. I've got a thank God great family that got me, you know, that got me through it. I've got awesome friends. I've got a great heart. I'm I'm not in that category. So many women don't have my attitude, and you don't need to be there. Well, then you don't need to be there. I know my thoughts.
1: um, no, I definitely, you should always, it's it's not a bad thing, even if you're in a quote unquote, like good place, like you never know what's going to happen you need to have your own priorities, your own options laid out for yourself uh, anyways, but I completely agree with you. Um, but I'm curious, like what was, why did Jackass get pulled the divorce papers on you? Like, what were you not cooperating with? Like, what was the conflict?
2: You're so funny. Oh, I love you. You, you are see, so step above. Millie wasn't lying. Millie wasn't lying when she said that she's the one who asks uh, she uncomfortable the uncomfortable questions. But, but, but she
0: does not miss a single beat. It's like <laughs> I try to, you
1: know, she'll come <laughs> back at you. you what do you think mean? you're saying? I'm coming up, up, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we didn't them. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, no, can okay, repeat your question to me? Or we just started giggling. I I, what is the conflict
1: with you and Jackass?
0: Okay, Jackass, Um, I was over it again. We had gotten to a place. I just feel like I was meant to fly. I don't want to put higher up my hiney. I was meant for so much, and I just felt like we had been in a place in our lives. He was, again, it was like, I don't know. I just... Maybe I'm just not rich material. I don't know. And I can't believe I just said that about myself. Well, I'm okay. I'm going to be honest. Maybe I'm just not. I'm not happy. Or it just takes a very special man to be able to to provide what I need. And that is an attitude where enough is not enough. You know, what we have, Mm -hmm. we can always do better. You know, I get we have to get to a place in life where we're comfortable. But at that time where we were with Jackass, there was no reason. I mean, I was doing everything on my own. I just, I had dead weight he provided nothing. His income, I, I had no need for. He didn't bring a wonderful family and attitude and loving parents. I mean, they they were not hands-on grandparents. They wanted, you know, they wanted to be set. It was just the dynamics were, he brought nothing to the table. He didn't bring me motivation. He didn't bring me peace. just he, he was not a good father. He was an absent father. When you did the math, it was like, what's the purpose? I'm not happy, but I wasn't the type to I never wanted to remarry. I knew that yeah. I never wanted another man in my life at all. I wanted to raise my kids. It was all about the kids. Mm-hmm. So if it meant sacrificing what my backup plan and I called it a backup plan back then. I remember talking to a girlfriend. She says, what are you going to do? I said, I have a backup plan. And this was, um, this was 10 years ago. And I said, my backup plan is, you know, Posh and get them to college at the time. Keon, um, would be, uh, uh, I would just have the two. Once Posh and Ari were in college, I would just have Shiloh and Keon. Okay, Shiloh's a girl. She's going to grow up with me. She's going to be my best friend. She's not going to be an issue. Keon, I'll have all eyes on him. Again, got a great family support. I can figure it out. It's just one kid. So I just stick it out. Five more years. That's it. We'll do this. I got this. I can do it. But I had mentally just checked out. I was done. I had separated our house. I mean, meaning our house, my bedroom. I didn't want to share the same bedroom with him. I just... When they use that word repulse, I never knew really what the meaning of the word was. I mean, you heard it in passing, so repulsive, oh, so repulsive, until one day I just looked at him and I felt, I knew in my soul what repulse was, and he didn't do anything, he didn't do anything, it was just, I was over it, I was over, but again, you know, it was just what I had to do, so mouth shut, um, it was my birthday, a girlfriend and my sister took me to Las Vegas for my birthday. And so uh we came back and he I didn't tell him where I went. I had the nanny, I had my weekend nanny. I had a week nanny and then I had the weekend nanny because I worked, I worked every day. And then weekends, it just having four kids, it was just I had a lot of help. So I'm well, I'm not gonna lie about that. Let your listeners know four kids was hard, but raising them, I've always had help doing it. So that was until the divorce. After the divorce, I was kind of solo low and trying to, you know, help is not as easy to pay for when you're a single mom. So you kind of yeah. manage to do it on your own. But back then, I did have all of that help. So I didn't feel like I need to tell him where I was. I had the weekend nanny there. I waited for her to come, handed her the kids. Everything was taken care of. This was there. Um, she knew where I was. I told her not to tell him for emergency purposes. I didn't have to disclose him. So when I came back, um, I came back on Monday, the night that I came back. He served me with divorce papers. He handed me, oh, actually the server, I got out of the car and here I'm thinking, oh, no, what is it, an attorney? You know, we're talking about lawsuits. It's always yeah. something, you're thinking something, somebody's got something. And so I'm like, yes, sir, are you sure? You should understand me. Sure. I'm like, yes, there's somebody, you know, playing stupid. And I do that very well. I know when to play smart and when to act stupid, but needless to say, he's gonna hand me the papers anyways. Took the papers, he said, no, it's a dissolution of marriage. I tipped the guy $50. I took a $50 bill, tipped him, oh hugged God. him. I'm telling you, ladies, I thanked him from my soul. It was it. So I ran inside to the house, and I'm thinking, I have to thank him. It was a sense, it was like a relief. It was we can, I just want to co-parent. Oh, back to what I had done before. And I guess that's what offended him. I had separated our bedrooms. I separated and I had gotten feng shui. I had gone to Los Angeles, downtown LA, Chinatown. And I had found an excellent feng shui master, brought him to the house, had him separate everything. And I guess that, and then I went to Vegas the weekend. Of. So I guess there was a little bit the trickle that added to it. So, okay, I'm not going to lie. Actually, I told you I'm going to be honest. This now. I don't, as a, Honest, she honest. Yeah, is how to Yeah, guess it, Okay. How did that? I did separate our bedrooms, and I did tell him, you know what? Um, I would like to just cope. Oh, you take cash come I know that we're All right. So what had happened was this is the fun part. Prior to um me going to Vegas I had remember I told you the word repulse he had just mm-hmm. repulsed me it was so repulsive I had gone to we the people and I remember this it was we the people and he, he had put some kind of activation ladies if you don't know let me teach you there's so much I swear to God I could have a divorce 101 I don't know whatever you guys do, ladies we could do podcasts about it we could totally do a podcast about it but he had put some kind of Thing on my credit card, that if I spend over a certain amount of money, he's alerted. Well, I know that now, but I didn't know back then. Who's gonna put something mm-hmm. on your credit card? You want something, you buy it, go home, and that's it. But apparently, he did, so he knew all the time, all this time, everything that I was shopping, you know, dumb shit knew what I was doing, so I guess he knew I went to We the People. So when I came home, he said. So I'm thinking eventually I have to tell him. And I had to fill out all the things that had profit, loss, assets, debts. Now keep in mind, I didn't do any of that. I took care of the kids and I worked. I loved my, you know, I loved working. It was it was my vibe. It was just where I got away. I love my kids. I adore my children. Don't ever get me wrong. They're my life. But ladies, if you can love, you can you stay at home moms, more power to you. When I can involved, I mean, when I. Went on no bachelor, they deserve, I couldn't, I sat, somebody would have died. Somebody would have been killed if I was a stay at home mom. So work was my thing. And that's just, you know, what I enjoy doing. So I forgot what I was saying now. I saw your cute smile. go, oh. she, What was I saying? Now you two are going to have to tell me.
1: I'll cool. see if you went to We The People. So there, yeah. so I went to
0: We The People, he knew. Knew how much money, forget the how much that I went. So, um, I'm thinking, I'm going to tell him, you know, I have to eventually tell him this. So, I told him, I was over there, you're not happy, I'm not happy. He was never home, keep in mind, during the divorce, I tried to explain English, of for you too.
2: I kind of, I. I, I, love I, I love this mix
0: yeah I'm- i feel like you keep i've only been things. here since i was six months Maybe. like you guys yeah. well, you guys were born here but um, yeah but six months is not too far from being born here anyways yeah. Yeah. so, so the passport issue. when they subpoena i was asking you which language okay i'm gonna talk in yeah. english just to be easier and i'll throw a couple farsi words in them right. so when they subpoenaed the passport the passport issue, when they subpoenaed it He was gone 75% of the time. He was only in the U S 25% over a course of, I don't know how many years they determined. So clearly I didn't need him. Okay. Mm -hmm. And think about it. An electrical engineer for aerospace, excellent work. And I think that's kind of why I checked out you guys, you asked me earlier, what was the reason? I had so much opportunity to bring business. I, I was bringing it left and right property. I was able to, you know, One example that really burned my hiney, the building that I had my practice in, my original practice, I started in, ended up buying the whole entire building. Top floor was empty. We were, I mean, we could have made easily, if he would have done something, 10 grand a month in rent. He never chose to even renovate, do it, try to get someone in. And I didn't have enough time. I mean, I had four kids. I had to, and then one of our kids was born with a lot of medical issues. I don't want to go into too much details, but he spent the majority of his life in hospital. So we, I was going back and forth and back and forth juggling. And he was never around 75% yeah. of the time. He wasn't there. So that was another thing that I had to do. So just seeing the laziness, we bought a property. I think the thing that pissed me off the most, and it's so funny, we bought, bought a property in, um, what was it? Uh, Victorville, Woodish, before the crash. Everybody was buying properties back there, renting them out. Everything was going so good. So we bought a piece of property out there. And we probably paid $450, the dead boonies of Victorville, $450,000. We bought it, of course, always in my name. So I'm legally responsible. At the time, who thinks divorce, ladies? Who thinks divorce? You're thinking, okay, all these women thinking, oh, I'm so smart. Okay. First of all, with my own money, not a big deal. House was in my name, not a big deal. The crash market, hit, market crashed, hit, everything went to shit, merda, pupu, I, <laughs> I want to call it, <laughs> went downhill. We got, and the house was sitting there empty. The tenants that were there didn't pay the rent. We had to get sheriffs. Sheriffs came in, got them out. Um, Then one day, I I, I time, you you not 28, 28, check on the house. Let's rent. I'm not t- in the mental mind. You know all those stories. Long story short, never went. One day, that Persian psycho. I'm like, you know what? I want to go see. I own the house. I'm paying the mortgage every month. I'm not my credit. Let me go see. So I go over there and I see a tricycle. I see back then we had the cable. I think we do the dishes. No, now it's like satellite, We keep that dishes. Dish. I see trash service. Somebody's living here. So I knock, knocked. Knock. I said, excuse me, hello. And an African-American woman came to the door and her kids were there. I said, your name? She says, your name? I said, I asked who lived here. I have a question. My name is Sherry Rustami. And I'm looking at her. Your name is not, that's my <laughs> So I looked there and I mean, with all that, it's never happened. Who knew who thought how to pull back. I my mind is going a million miles. I think quick enough just to look at her and I'm smiling. I said, I'm gonna give you 48 hours. I'm gonna come back on Monday if you're not gone. And her kid's listening and I don't want to embarrass the kid. And I'm like, you know what? I seem to ask, I'm gonna bring the sheriff and I'm gonna get you out in a really ugly fashion. So you make the choice. I'll see you in two days. I can wow. and I'm like I told you not not Oh man she caught and it was like Things like that are such a turnoff. I can't mm-hmm. explain. I don't know, ladies, if you guys get it. I can bring all the money. I can make it, bring it to you. But when I see you don't give a shit, you don't have that energy that I do, that doesn't turn me on. Never turn what woman it would. So why? Why be with any man that can, first of all, every man in my life from, as you guys just learned, my father. You know, I, has made choices or has done things or you know, has never had my interest at heart. So why bother at this point being alone, doing it on my own. if I'm missing something, if I ever felt like I was missing something, then I'd say, okay, I don't missing anything. I love my life, I love my kids. I, I mean, a man would be nice, but it's just it's not everything, ladies. It's just if they can get to a place kid. Families have fucked heads up so much. Kim, that's all that's all we think. That we've got to get married and they bring us to happiness. What happiness? Are any of our mothers, any of our mothers happy? Is your mother no, she not, but she can't talk. Momashama, she cannot talk right now. All due respect.
2: I get it. Show, but, show mama her,
1: her mom, Sherry, she- that's
2: why that's why I laugh when you're like, oh, what a beautiful love story. They were waiting for each other. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> well, I
0: was trying to find a positive babe. You know me.
2: Give me something, throw me in a pot of shit. I'll come
0: out, I don't know, with new earrings or something made out of it." Oh God That was really close. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. You just, it's instilled, baby, as Bachigi, it's just told to us. No woman knows, Baba. Uh, what does he bring to the table? What is he doing for you? A man should compliment you. A man should make you better. If you're not making me better, what the fuck am I doing with you? Tell me, tell me, why am I going to waste a minute of my time? And this is with anybody. Exactly. I've been
1: thinking about this. Say, like this goes both ways. Do you know what I mean? Like, you don't, there are some people who they're fine with complacency, but uh, You're right. There are men who experience this kind of like complacent women, and there are women who see that. And I I totally understand when you mean like I I want the world and more. It's not mm-hmm. a like I want to build a meaningful life, and I'm figuring that out. um But yeah, I, I I can't imagine. I I know what you I know what you mean, and it kind of sounds like it's so weird that we have to apologize. Like oh, like I'm i'm conceited that i'm saying this about myself but like why is acknowledging what you want and your worth being conceited it's like no i, I just mean grew up and like now they not that.
2: that that's why i like the terminology power couple because like there are a lot of girls out there that want a driven man but it's like excuse me are you a driven girl like why would a driven man want you mm-hmm. some some driven totally. men want a girl that isn't driven because they want someone to control and those people yeah. are made for each other. Those non-driven girls they're that right want on. a driven man and those mm-hmm. men that want a non-driven girl, go be together, be happy mm-hmm. together. Nobody else in the world wants you. Go, go take each other. Yeah. But with, a lot of girls, but pay a pay lot of girls want a driven man and they're not driven. And it's like, like, I what see. do you have to offer? It's so
0: crazy. The mo- I mean, the more I the more I've moved to the I only moved here once. What am I saying? Since I have moved to, maybe now that I'm talking Farsi, I'm forgetting my English. Since I've moved to the Midwest, um, I see now women, I mean, it's wonderful. It's absolutely great that they want to stay at home and all raise their kids and be there and, and do all, you know, and expect the man to bring this and they have all these expectations of them and this is what they want. That's fine. I don't know how they do it, but it's so much more you know, just as a society, I'm not talking about Persian and but I think it's just it would be great if Persian women would be the ones to show and stand up and speak up and say, you know what, this is bullshit. We need better. I wish they would. But in general, I think it's just women. Women do that. You're 100% right. how sure. they have these expectations. God, if women really knew, <laughs> this is I'm telling you, it's a whole other podcast on what women expect from a man but what they're doing in return that's a whole other we put so much pressure on men but here we were bashing men kicking their ass and saying they're so shitty and here i'm thinking you know what women are i mean it goes so many different ways that it goes you know everybody can look at it and see it in a different way but yeah we're we're 100 right whatever we're thinking
2: I just think the major issue with most couples is a lot of them don't discuss what gender role they're expecting from their relationship before getting married. Because like I I've spoken to men that got married and after they got married, their their wife was just sitting around the house all day and they were like, are you going to apply for a job? And she was like, I got married to be a housewife. Why would I apply for a job? and it's just it's like how did you not have that conversation
0: that's super shocking and yeah. shame on him i want to say and i have to blame him because if you see that she i mean what did you get into you saw the package she bested too much so what are you asking was she educated did she come from a good family i mean a lot of these things do absolutely come into play You know, now does she knock herself up and then say, you know, now I'm pregnant, I can't work. Well, then you really got to shut your mouth and do whatever she says. But yeah, you would think they. I mean, that's really silly for you not to have that both ways, lady, because what are you going to do if she, if he decides, you know what, what to heck with it, I don't want it. Or or, that's just Mm -hmm. not a cool thing. Ladies, if if that's the life you want, you bring it up, you make sure you do, but shame on them. That's definitely a tough one. Not to, And then he walks in and what do you do like that? Dear? Especially in the Jewish. I don't know. Is that a big thing in the Jewish? If they did that, what would you guys do? Is that grounds for how do you handle something like that? Most marriages.
1: Wait, I don't know. How I, I, the Young
0: ones. I don't know. I
2: haven't been there. I haven't been around. What would you guys on, do in situations like that? Honestly, I don't know if it's just a Jewish thing, but I know that in the Persian community, most girls are choosing a career path um, where where they are able to have a flexible schedule so they can pop out babies sure. and make some side money. Um, I like that. That's a good way to go.
0: That's how, so, we, yeah. I what ladies, but, that's how we all should do it. Take a time out, do what you need to do. I didn't hear the first part of what you said, so I'm hoping I'm, I'm going in the right direction because I'm telling you what I think.
2: Yeah, Do
0: what you need to do and get your ass back out there. Or when you need to get your ass back out there, you know, is that what I'm doing? I have to say, you have a mouth. Man, when he was alive and he was good and he was there, jackass, that's when, you know, he started mouthing off and doing his stuff. And I just decided, you know what? He is what he is and as long as it doesn't, you know, mess up my vibe, and that's where all of that stuff came. But yeah, that does uh that does happen. I
1: forgot what you're saying.
0: I feel like there's
1: more- that we we just need a part two with you. We're we're gonna. Oh,
2: I think we definitely need a part two. Oh wait, wait. What time um, is it? Well, gone, I know, right? It's two so night too. Now, so I. Yeah, <laughs> I, this is our long. Sherry, we've been doing this for two years, and you've made our longest episode ever. <laughs> Are you kidding? No, Hold so
0: on, Yeah. What's, what time is it? I can't believe we're ending it. I love you. Something is here, and I didn't even ask so many of the questions that I wanted to because I'm more. It's called more odds. huh? You have questions for us? <laughs> yes. There's a oh word God. called more arts, and I'm more artsing you by giving you guys kind of space so you can uh, and uh, finish your ask your questions.
2: Oh, i th- i think we should just do a part two i think a part two is in need
0: you want to well you could ask your viewers i mean you can find a way to end it and then ask them and yeah a poll or,
2: i think uh, our like, viewers should go to your site and like read some of your articles and because you've already plugged yourself and i, uh, I think that if i think they should message us with any questions they have
0: i think they should but yeah i would love honestly the girls you guys, a man, nobody needs a fucking man. If he's bringing something to you, if he is making your life better, keep him. If he's not, find a way to get rid of him. However, if he's energy, if he's giving you good energy, keep him if he's a good father. You know what? I, I say that, but then I tell you guys that he's a good father. Fuck it. Keep your mouth shut and do what you need to do. It changes the dynamics, guys. has When there's kids involved, You got to keep that mouth shut until they get to a place where we're not going to mess them up in the head. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then once we do, we got to fix the damage and change the way that we think. They don't end up like us at our age, messed up in the head and we do better. So if anything they take away, you know, they find something good that would make me so happy. That's all, that's all I got to plug. That's all I want from anyone to get out of it is just. Let's do better. Yeah. Have fun, Nazani. Just do it. Just stand up to the other and make that change. Make that change. Isn't there a song that's make that change? I, don't know. <laughs> back. I had a dome back. We well, so almost he left the dome back behind. Next time you do it, we might have pulled oh it out. Yeah, oh man. my
2: God. Sherry, I was driving through Queens today and <laughs> I'm I'm at a green light and the car's not moving because two cars are text talking to each other and suddenly. <laughs> One of the men pulls out a dome back and starts playing it. And I'm like, oh, my God, am I in Iran or am I in America? I would have started that. Oh, my God. No, I had places to be. I had to record this podcast. I'm like, bro, I'm fucking late. Like, oh, put the dome back away. and drive. Understood. Lord, would have understood. I I, of all people, would have understood. I would have respected
0: you more. Like, you know what we need? You
2: know how it was like, That's oh.
0: fine. Go back to me and huh? I don't want
1: to talk to that. She didn't do that right like <laughs> thing. June, you No, know, like that signal for Batman. We need like a PGP signal in the sky. It's like we have to Persian Girl podcast episode. The Persian girls. And that's what. T- oh, t- oh, these Persian girls.
0: June, you're bringing so much fun to my life. The day, you know what?
2: Thank you for coming on. I love
0: you
1: guys. For everyone listening, we're going to put uh, Sherry's blog in the description so you can read more about what she was referencing, too and um let us know if you want her back for part two but we're probably going to bring her back on anyways
2: so. yeah we don't care about your opinion at the end of the day but let us know <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes we do <laughs> let us
2: know take a call send us send us questions love- that you have for <laughs> sherry or questions for sherry to ask us <laughs>
0: oh i know i because i can come up on my own batch of in Valley and leave me alone Girls, I swear to God, I will have so much fun. We
2: will have so much fun. Yes. Okay. Yes. Thank you for having me. I've had a
0: great
2: time. For the office. For the office. For the office.